This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You know, I know I've been saying that, you know, Jen's funny, can't help it, she's kind of funny, but from now on, whenever I see her, I just think of that Nene clip. Just gone, gone to jail, bye. Right, just go, go, go to jail. She just, oh God, she was so infuriating this episode. As promised, if you tuned in last week, I did get some insider info on the whole Angie K, Jen, Coach Shaw birthday party situation. So I will be filling you in on that. But before that, hey, welcome to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily. If you are new here, welcome to the show. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed because I put new episodes out at least three times a week. This week has been a little slow. A little delayed because I had to go to Florida this past weekend for some family stuff. Um, but for the most part, I'm putting episodes out three times a week, sometimes more, because I don't only talk Bravo, I also talk true crime. Um, if you're already subscribed, thank you, love you, mean it. So let's talk about this this info that I got about the party just to kind of break down. So we know because it, the the episode, this episode starts out right away with it. So let's just get into that. Okay. So something that is, is more like a, it's, it's a production trick, if you will. Like it, it seems as if the newbies are tossed in, like we're first introduced to Angie K throwing this party. However, they do test scenes first. So the scenes they shot as kind of test scenes are them plant. It's Angie and Jen kind of 
planning this party, talking about how Jen wants to throw a party for Coach. And Angie wanted to throw a party. She wanted to host a party at her house because she want you know, that's sort of, it's like how Angie Harrington wanted to throw a party. It's like what you do. You, th- you throw a party. You want to get on the show. You throw a party. And so the the test scenes were them talking about, hey, maybe I, I could throw the party here at my house. Oh, really? That'd be great. Yeah, I'll totally. Let's do it here at the house. I haven't had a housewarming yet. It'll be perfect. We'll do coach's party here. Love it. And so when that goes well, the test scene works. Perfect. So they do it there. So it kind of seems like suddenly, boom, there's Angie K on camera. But they te- they do the test scenes first. They just don't show that. And that also did include like the details of how Angie ended up hosting the party. Um, so then we we get the party, but so essentially what it is is like if that was the case, which it is, wouldn't Jen have offered to be like, I'll throw you some cash for throwing the party? Like Jen was going to throw coach a party. That was planned, which again. Jen, you're going to prison. You're accused of stealing money. Tighten the purse strings. Don't throw a party for Coach. Throw a tiny little thing, like a cute little gathering at the house. But of course she was going to try to throw a party. Because look at what she wanted to do in San Diego with fire dancers and, you know, like, she doesn't believe in budgets. So she was going to throw a party for coach anyway. And then Angie did the like, well, I wanted to throw a party. Let's just do it at my house. So Jen should have like thrown her some money to, you know what I mean? But she didn't. So Angie's like, I'm not going to say anything. This is not the time to be like, Jen, are you going to give me money? Sort of a deal. Cause Angie's like, I was going to kind of throw a party at my house anyway. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. So that's that. Then the San Diego trip happens. Jen clearly didn't plan that trip because Angie Angie says this is my friend's house in San Diego. Jen clearly didn't plan and pay for those dancers and pay for, it was obvious, right? And so then when she tries to act like she was running it and act like she had anything to do with the planning of it, Angie, in my opinion, absolutely got petty and controlling and was like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not about to let you appear like you did any of this and appear like you're in charge of this. And that is how we ended up with champagne being poured on her head. So that is the reality of the party. Okay? All right. Let's get into the episode. I'm bracing myself for going through this scene because I'm sure like a lot of you were. Jen like broke laws on this boat. Okay. Jen broke laws. So it was hard to watch this. So Angie's over with her people, her, the, that crew crying about how it was so embarrassing having a drink spilled on her, but Jen's still perpetuating that narrative of like, I was just trying to lighten the mood, okay? Because she got so fucking weird about the whole room thing. It is evident to a blind and deaf person that Jen needs water and distraction right now. 
Jen doesn't need to truly be like there there needs to be no fanning the flame at this point. All right. You need to just say, but you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because we're on a yacht and we're going to have fun. But what does Heather do? Heather is so excited that she has the opportunity to not be in the hot seat with Jen. So she's like, mm, oh, yeah, no, I saw her taken over. I saw her totally taken over acting like it was her trip. And um, Lisa jumped right on that, didn't she? Didn't even hesitate. Well, now Jen, all she needed was a little more direction to get more mad at someone else. And she's like, uh, yeah, wow, I am now really mad at Lisa. Heather. So easy. Now, now Jen is, it's like a little kid when they're having a tantrum. If they fall and trip, if you don't look at them, they won't really cry about it. But if you look at them, they're like, yes, I actually did hurt myself. All Heather had to do was be like, are you okay? And she's like, no, I'm not okay. Lisa hurt my feelings. It's like, she kind of, you would have forgotten about it, honestly. Because when, when Jen and her confessional is like, Lisa hasn't even checked on me. I'm like, for what? You weren't, I mean, I guess on the boat she's crying. But I mean, okay, I'm moving on. I can't dwell. Because if I try to dwell on the logic of Jen, I'll lose my fucking mind. I'll lose it. I'll lose it. But let's go over to, <laughs> let's go over to Angie K. Because listen, this is ridiculous what she's saying here. But I don't care. If this was someone else, if this was two different housewives, this was a different franchise, if this was something, it it's not. It's Angie Kay and Jen Shaw. So as ridiculous as she's kind of being, or as like maybe dramatic as she's being, I don't care. I don't fucking care. She goes, I just feel at times I'm being used. And I know this sounds really terrible, but here she is being charged for something where she is supposedly conning people out of money. She told me she's not guilty and I'm choosing to believe her. But yet somehow I got conned into paying for this entire event. If you want to pay someone back, you pay them back. Now, look, she did not have to say that. And she didn't get really conned because as I told you and in the version, in the story of like how the party came to be and how she ended up hosting Coach Shaw's birthday. It wasn't a con, but I'm not mad at her, you know, manipulating the word usage and um, getting that sound bite on camera because Jen Shaw kind of deserves all of it. it. At the end of the day, it's harmless. It's just TV. It's just this show and Jen Shaw's behavior throughout the rest of this episode is more damning than anything she could say. But okay, then comes Angie's confessional. She goes, I've known Jen forever, but lately she's been very toxic. Now, I would like to know if it's really, truly just lately, because we met her season one and she was already toxic. And I want to say Heather was like, this is what Jen does. She kind of explodes and loses her mind. As if it wasn't a shock when she was like going crazy at Whitney's 20s flapper party or whatever. And so I would like to dig further into that. 
But when, but she, Angie says, I don't know if the other ladies are not seeing this or if they're just willing to look the other way. They, it's the latter. It's, it's also like they have, it's like Stockholm syndrome. They've all been in this crazy trap of the show that they are identifying with their captor and that Jen is holding, holding them captive. They're also probably scared because she's convinced them that she could be innocent. And what if she is found innocent and they go for her real hard. And then she's like, Hey bitches, I beat it. I'm innocent. And they're like, oops, (laughs) obviously we know now that's not going to be the case, but they didn't know it at the time. So they're in a weird bubble of crazy, but Angie K hasn't been a part of that bubble and she is not going to be. So that's why these newbies are good. Whitney goes, I'm inspired because you're so real. And that's how I want to be with Heather. But Angie and Lisa are talking about how they always walk on eggshells with her. And Dana is like, why the fuck are you guys not speaking up? And I don't love Dana's personality. I just don't really connect with it. She's, you know, she's the voice we need because she's going to literally say, to the people that have been saying things behind Jen's back. Like, don't you remember saying that behind her back? We need that for sure. But I just don't enjoy her personality. I know that sounds mean, but like when we first met her, um, when she went over to, well, we met her before that, but like her first scene scene when we she went to Meredith's for sparkling water and that sad charcuterie plate. When Meredith was like, so what are you doing today? She was, she was like, after this, I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to go pick up my kid at school and then it's date night tonight. So I'm going to prepare for date night. And then I'm like, girl, you need to okay, make something up. I mean, this is, so she's just not necessarily great TV. She's like too normal, but this is, it's working because we kind of, you know, we need it. But Lisa's reason for why she doesn't, she she's okay, she starts it like she's going to explain it really well, but then she doesn't. She's like, there are friends that I love and I'm not getting what I deserve in return and I put up with because I love them. Oh, I was waiting for her to, to come up with like a really good solution or reason. And I was like, oh, wait, hold on. Never mind. Go ahead. So Meredith remembers that she is the CEO of FUN. Mm-hmm. And so then she changes her personality and is and tries so hard to be this person. And she's like, let's go downstairs and have some fun. And then they all decide, like, now is the moment in this event that we should all be dancing and having fun. Like, we need that footage. And so they all join up, like Jen... Heather and Meredith meet up with the other girls and Whitney does that crazy headstand. I don't want to call it a twerk because it wasn't a twerk, but it was incredibly impressive that she was able to hold that and attempt to twerk and then dismount in a full, very elegant split. It was very impressive. Um, That was a moving boat. 
the music, the, the music, the music is pumping. The music is pumping and Whitney is doing like her. She's like, this is the fun moment. We are dancing. It reminded me of when they were in, um, was that Zion? I don't remember if that was Zion or not. Might've been. Uh, one of the cast trips where suddenly they'd been fighting the whole trip. And then it was like, tonight's the night for fun. And suddenly all of them were having fun and it was jarring. Uh, so that's what this is. And so Lisa's like, yeah, come on, dance, you guys. Come on, Jen, let's have fun. But Jen whispers to Meredith, I've been fucking fun. Tell those bitches to bring it. And Lisa, Lisa, this is her button. People being mad at her. Even though she was mad at Jen, now Jen cannot be mad at her. That makes her panic. Hey, if you if you want to say something, say it to me. And Jen, with her cult-like you know, she goes consistent. You expect me to be consistent with you, which I have been. Have you? Has Jen been consistent with anybody? She's not your girl. She's not your friend girl, but do your thing. Do your thing. Jen keeps trying to like walk away from Lisa, but they're on a tiny boat. So all she does is like stand up and walk like behind her and then sit down. So Lisa just keeps like turning around and like going wherever Jen is. And and she's like, Jen, don't do this to me. I'm a good friend to you. Jen, then be a good friend. Because if I did this shit with Angie Harrington, you'd be fucking livid, Lisa. And I was like, what Angie Harrington have to do with any of this? And then Lisa's like, what am I doing wrong? And Jen goes, I've had your fucking back. You saw what she just did to me. And then I went, oh, she meant Angie K. Okay. She's going to do the same thing to you. Fuck all y'all. And so then Lisa goes to try to hug her. And Jen pushes her. Pushes. Then it's a lot of like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. And Jen, I just wish Lisa. It Clearly her button is people being mad at her. So rather than it triggering her to be like, fuck you, she goes into pleading, listen, Jen, listen. And then Jen tosses the veggie platter overboard. And that is like a felony or some shit. The Bravo Docket, the amazing podcast uh, and Instagram account, the Bravo Docket posted the multiple felony and misdemeanor. I don't remember what they are, but she broke laws on this boat. Okay. So like I said, just gone, gone to jail. Bye. So Lisa goes, Jen, you can't throw food. Jen's like, I can throw whatever the fuck I want. Lisa keeps following her. I'm just like, Lisa, stop. Then they cut over to remind us that they're like, you know, the rest of these women are trying to give the rest of the camera crew footage of them having fun. And the shot is Whitney with, I guess it's like a glass cork, but it's in her mouth, like, ah, uh, like wide. And she is bent over twerking. Dana, I guess is teaching her how to twerk, but the captain's like, ladies, you're not supposed to be there. You hear, you hear Whitney go, I'm sorry, captain. But now Jen is in Lisa's, like, like Lisa's kind of 
like laying down almost. And Jen is over her in her face. I had your back when nobody did, you fucking bitch. Now, this made me, I mean, finally Lisa's done. Finally. Now she's up and she's done and now she's in the, her version of like being done. Like, stop being a bitch to me. I can't have it right now. I've done nothing to you. Finally. The visual of this, Dana was taking Whitney off of wherever they weren't supposed to be. And the way that was, the way they dismounted was Whitney came down face forward to Dana and her legs are over Dana's shoulders and Dana is still holding her in that position and Whitney goes uh oh Lisa the fighting Heather realizes that they're fighting like because now they're fighting loud enough for everyone to hear and Heather's trying to get them to stop but they won't and now Jen is going to start yelling even more and Heather is in the middle of it like stop she is really like she's like stop like freaking out but Jen is now up and in Lisa's face like I stood up for you and what an interesting thing for Lisa to say with go say you're my friend say you're my friend and Jen just goes oh wow as if that was like something so bad she shouldn't have said and walks away but then by the time clearly this confessional was filmed Lisa figured out that she she's like you know what fuck it I'm done acting like I need to prove my friendship because she goes, it's emotional manipulation. Say you're my friend. Say you have my back. Say you're real. You're not fucking real. You're fake as your boobs, your ass, your face, everything. Get it, queen. Get it. Because she's right. Okay. So now they've been, they're broken up, but Heather is like, she embracing Jen she goes I know you've never been ambushed like that and it was deeply painful but you're strong just breathe who ambushed her ambushed what and Jen is in full like that cry voice I can't stand no one knows what I'm going through I just can't but Whitney is there comforting her as well. And Meredith goes down with the Lisa people. I was like, oh, well, oh, interesting. Jen's like, I just want to jump in the ocean. So Whitney's like, let me get you a life vest. Because she's like, I, she's, she, I would believe Jen would do that. Jen is at that point in this situation where she would. Okay. But Heather is playing like a, which is what she should have played at the beginning of this yacht day. As soon as they got on this boat, she should have played the let's drink water together game. So she's like, let's chug water together. Uh, so down with the Lisa people, Dana does the thing that I truly hate. She's new. I'll let it slide because she's new. But I hate when I hate when we get this soundbite. Uh, people started screaming for no reason. We're supposed to be getting turned up and having fun. So Lisa's like, it's not for no reason, Dana. It's not for no reason. And then Dana gets scared. She goes, I know, I know, but what happened? Yeah, that's right. Sit down and listen. Don't do that, okay? We are here to have scenes and moments, okay? So Lisa's thing is like, I don't think what she did to Angie earlier was cool. Bottom line. I Fine, but you, that's not 
fine. I'm moving on. Uh, Whitney goes, the point is you have to take accountability for what you do. And Meredith is like, I think I'll exit this conversation. And then she leaves and I'm like, no, you still haven't had a conversation with Whitney. You still haven't said that you're mad at Whitney to Whitney about how she tried to blame the rumors or whatever on you, which, you know, you're really hitting semantics on that one. Instead, she goes to her confessional and does and goes, I don't think I need a lecture from Whitney Rose on taking accountability. And then she pulls Mary's readout. She goes, little girl, and then does this evil laugh. I'm like, that's not your read. That's Mary's. You need to step it the fuck up, okay? You you left this scene down here with Lisa. And then she takes it. She goes up to see Jen and see, excuse me, see Heather. And then what does Heather do? This is the second time. First she got, first she stoked the fire with Jen, getting her mad at Lisa. Now she stokes the fire again and jokes, let's throw Angie's purse in to teach her a lesson. And then, I mean, how the fuck are you going to suggest this to Jen? So Jen's like, okay. And then they watch. They watch. They don't even stop her. They watch as she goes, is this your shoe? No. They go, not my shoe. Not my shoe. Not my. Boom. Boom. Tosses them in. No No one knew whose shoes those were. If you're so rich, bitch, buy another pair. And then then Heather notices that she's grabbing for Whitney's shoes. So she like she holds on to one of them, but then Jen taught she Jen doesn't try to toss it off the boat. She tries to just like throw it down, but then it slides off the boat, and now Heather's like, fuck. Whitney didn't actually do anything, and now Whitney's gonna be mad. The producers downstairs are like, uh, ladies, there are shoes floating in the water. But Lisa springs up. Oh, my God. I hope they're not mine. Not to be insensitive to anybody else, but I really hope it's not my shoes that went overboard because they're limited edition pre-order YSL shoes that are really hard to get right now. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Okay. Then they flashed to Whitney uh, telling Lisa on the boat earlier to take take off your nine-inch heels. I love these. They cannot go in the water. They cannot get ruined. We cannot pour drinks on them. And Whitney going, well, then don't bring them on the freaking boat. Fair. Something I learned way too late in life. So pro tip for all of you 20-somethings out there. Take care of your hair just like you take care of your skin. Prevent damage early, okay? Good Thing Kitsch knows that because they create products for your hair, for your skin, and for your body. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. They've got satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks. And by the way, the satin is vegan and cruelty-free. Not like silk, which by the way is made from silk worms. Okay. These satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks are so great for your hair and skin while you sleep. 
They have shampoo and conditioner bars. Yes, bars. Bottle-free beauty, baby. Heatless satin curling rollers. And these are the TikTok famous curling rollers, okay? People are throwing out their $600 curlers for this stuff. They've got these quick dry hair towels. They work like a dream. You seriously don't even know until you try them. And don't forget about their classic hair ties and scrunchies. That is how I discovered Kitsch. Now, I've personally been using their satin pillowcases for forever because not only are they good for your hair and not damaging your hair, but they keep your skin from wrinkling because did you realize how much your skin touches your pillowcase and you don't want to be up against some dry, nasty pillowcase. You want to have it up against satin, honey. So listen up, queens. Kitsch is your one-stop shop for all your holiday gifting, for the family, for your besties, and all the resties who deserve a little something special this year. Right now, Kitsch is offering discounts site-wide, anywhere from 25% all the way to 60% all month long. When you go to mykitch.com slash she speaks, you heard it discounts up to 60% off certain items at mykitch spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H.com slash she speaks. Plus Kitch has daily flash sales, unbelievable deals. So check back often. One more time, mykitch.com slash she speaks for huge holiday discounts. Everything you need for holiday gifting or to treat yourself. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So the rest of the women, they walk up and Heather thinks that the fact that she has one of Whitney's shoes is going to make her feel better. She's like, I am protecting your one other shoe from getting wet. The other one is floating in the water, though. And Angie notices her shoe. She goes, so my shoes are gone. And Jen, no one touched your shoes, Angie. And Angie says, Heather said they're in the water. Jen goes, well, they're not. I don't know who put them in the water, but they're not. Blame it on me if you want. Uh, Do you hear that line? I don't know who put them in the water, but they're not. Okay. And then Angie goes, well, I'm not blaming it on you, but it sounds like things were going overboard. On fucking accident. Oh, so things were going overboard on accident. Okay. Okay. So then... Someone asks Angie where her shoes are, and she just very calmly answers, I don't know. They're gone. 
And I just bought them for like 1500 bucks. So I said this when I was on, Kendrick had me on his podcast to talk about White Lotus. And we also talked about Salt Lake City. We've got to be missing something like production must have said to them, like, please be cool. Oops. Please be cool. We know like Jen's probably going to prison. We cannot make too big a deal out of this. We'll replace your shoes. Like, I don't know, because how are you that calm? Like all I'm like, even if my slides, my my cheap Adidas slides that I get on Amazon were thrown in the water, I'm like, how am I going to walk from the boat to the van? You know? There, so we are missing something. We are missing an element of the story, which is what leads me to think that or believe that they protected her so much. This is why they're so salty that when she put that guilty plea in, they were like, oh, you fucking bitch. You fucking bitch. You've been screaming and yelling about how you're innocent. And now this? All right. Just gone. Gone to jail. Bye. Speaking of, they get off that boat and they get on the van and they don't show Angie's feet. I'm like, how did she walk there? Barefoot? Because... Okay, so Heather's got Jen, like, on her lap. She's taking such good care of her. Dana is peering over there like, listen, there is a very big difference between how Heather talks about Jen and how she was talking about Jen at the bakery versus how she's dealing with her now. And she goes, Heather wants Jen to think she's her ride or die, but... Heather's not being fucking honest with herself. The words ride or die are going to be said so many times. It should be the like word of the night or whatever on Watch What Happens Live. So they get they pull up at the house and they, they sit Jen up to give her something to drink. She is like a drunk demon. So they just let her like lay back down and sleep. But she's barely on the seat. I wanted her to fall off this seat so bad I wanted her to just roll right off but she doesn't she sleeps 40 the time lapse 406 442 503 518 531 and again I wanted her to wake up like where the fuck am I she wakes up like okay here I am she just kind of puts her puts her finger under her eyes like oh let me get a little bit of sleep out of my eyes and walks into the house like all right now it's time to party even in her stupid confessional she's like all right got my little nap in and now it's time to turn up Ugh, go to jail so okay heather facetiming angie harrington i couldn't I I don't want to see this scene. I don't want to see these two talking and chatting about this trip at all. I don't know. They talked about shit. I don't even care. Go away. She's like, ooh, guess what? Angie and Jen are fighting. And Angie Harrington's like, so the two people that were screaming at me are now screaming at each other? Eh, go away. Bye. We're moving on. Lisa calls John, though. And when she tells him that she was, that Jen pushed her, he goes, were you physically pushed? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, sick of that. 
I was like, oh, yes. We rarely, I rarely get like tough vibes from John. So I was like, that's right. What are you going to do about it, John? I mean, probably nothing, but like, yeah. They get a really, really brief shot of Jen's glam team working on her. And this woman, I mean, like one eye is barely open. I don't know what they gave her between that and then her entrance, but it was like a night and day difference. I also very, very small moment. Lisa and Whitney go into the kitchen to kind of, that's where they're like gathering before the dinner. And Lisa's like, I am so hungry. I need a protein and a vegetable. This is proof that this woman doesn't actually truly live off of fast food. Because if you've been drinking all day and you really truly just live off Taco Bell, you're not craving a protein and a vegetable, okay? You're like, uh, I need grease. I just want to, because it triggers the hell out of me that she's like, all I do is go to Taco Bell. I'm like, and you look like that? And you also have abs. You work out. But, so Jen comes in alive. Alive. And I don't know how. With this huge headpiece. And we get the fire dancers and the 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 women teaching the women dancers teaching them how to dance and then the delicious food and then they sit down to eat and then we get the strippers and here's the thing about getting strippers for a cast it only works if the cast is going to embrace it and so this is sort of what bothers me about Salt Lake City a little bit and that is this is not a cast full of friends uh, it didn't start that way basically they're doing their best to be friends but sometimes they're trying to follow a housewife's formula and this is an example of that this is what they would do on Atlanta this is what they would do on Orange County but like you wouldn't see the Beverly Hills women do this because they wouldn't embrace it and so this didn't work because no one on this cast really wanted it. And Jen didn't even want it. Jen didn't get a dance. But Whitney, sure enough, took it on. She First she didn't. But then she realized that it was going to be awkward as hell if she didn't or someone didn't. And I didn't realize, like, Whitney must have dance training. Because she's been hitting triple turns and splits. And she's got lines for days. So the strippers leave. And Angie Kay asks Dana how her first girl's trip is going. And Dana is like, that is my cue. And she says, well, the energy's been off. And that's probably because we need to address it. And so she brings up that they, that Jen and her have had they had an issue and that was because she did not like the way Jen came at Angie Harrington or the way that she came at her friend Angie Kay and that Jen is out of line and she's mean to them. And, you know, I'm sitting here watching you talk to your friend this way. And, you know, I don't know, Heather, you know how I felt. And Heather's like, what are you doing? I'm sitting right next to Jen. This is the scene where I'm friends with Jen. 
and she stumbles. Heather's like, I know. <laughs> what did I say to you? <laughs> you got to talk to her. You know, I'm not her translator or her keeper. <laughs> and Dana's like, all right, this is, we're not, mm -mm, I'm going to take it up a notch. So she goes, but it's like you've told me that if Jen ever gave you an ultimatum, you would not be friends with her no more. And I love that they go to commercial right there. And that is worthy of a commercial break right there. Cap it at a commercial, honey. 100%. Because I'm like, what are you going to do? What? So, Heather, she's gone rogue. She's fucking gone rogue because Heather brought her on. She said that Dana was a client, a beauty lab um, client for a while. So, mm? so they flash back to Heather saying at the breakfast, uh, that if she were to ever give her an ultimatum about Angie versus, you know, you pick Angie or me, she says, well, the fact that you're giving me an ultimatum and Angie is not, that should be evidence right there of who I should pick. And so Heather's, she doesn't know how to play this. So she goes, look, what he did was absolutely, he being Chris Harrington, what he did was absolutely wrong. And then promising to post the apology and relinquishing it, Dana goes, okay, but wait, you knew why she couldn't post it. And it turns out that Angie's lawyer and PR person told them to not even sort of do that because they should not have any association with Jen Shaw. <laughs> amazing amazing and dana's like look we told her that she should have a conversation with you and talk about like why he can't do it like why he can't issue a public apology and honestly i completely disagree i think um if you're gonna be nasty and shady enough to i mean they're doing it publicly now like it's just that these shows take so long to come out. Uh, and I guess that really this public apology was only so that she could be invited on trips anyway. So it was kind of like, if you want to come on trips and you want to be on this cast, he needs to issue public apolo a public apology. But now that the show's airing, it's like, well. So that was the only reason for the public apology. You want to be on this show? You issue a public apology. So it doesn't really matter that it's out now. Whatever. Um, and so, D D so Dana's like, yeah, we told, we told her that, uh, she should have a conversation with you about it. And Heather goes, no, I said she should settle the score. And Dana goes, okay, I swear that you said she didn't need to do a public apology. <laughs> and I'm with this next part. I, I would bet money that Heather is forgetting who she's saying what to and what who she's talking to. Because she goes, I said a public apology is ridiculous because you will be admitting to a horrible and indefensible thing that no one in the world will ever forgive you for. I'm like, Heather, you're talking to Jen. You're in wrong setting, wrong, wrong group. Because Jen's like, uh, she goes, Jen goes, what about me? What about me? And Heather goes, that's my whole point. I'm like that. Nope. Heather, you're mixing things up. She's she's talking out of both sides of her mouth so much that she's literally mixing up her, her points to people. 
And Heather is now going to blame it on. Of course she is. She goes, Dana, what, Dana, why are you so deeply invested? In Angie case, she says, well, I mean, you guys had gone to lunch now. So that's why she's invested. She's in the middle of it. Heather. She's putting herself in the middle of it. And Angie K, after the day you've had, I would sit there and listen. And listen from her experience and listen from my experience. And maybe take an opportunity to take a side swipe. If you're trying to understand, there's two ears and one mouth. <gasps> that was so fucking condescending. It was, oh, mm -mm. it was so condescending. Angie doesn't miss a beat, though. She goes, you have one mouth, and it's going like this, and there's a whole lot of bullshit coming out of it. Heather is in a spiral. Full spiral, full panic. This is going no way she thought it would. She thought she'd thrown Lisa under the bus, and she could... She thought she had thrown Lisa and Angie under the bus. She thought she was in the clear. Fully. She's like, how the fuck did this get back on me? What's happening? And Heather's like, a lot of bullshit. Name one bullshit thing coming out of it. Angie, I really did not see her taking this route, this direction, but I love it. She goes, this girl, pointing to Jen, has continued a friendship with you, and I still don't get why. Now, Heather really prides herself on being like the best friend ever, right? That's her thing. I'm such a good friend to Jen. And so she goes, this girl continued a friendship with me? And then Heather spins it and goes, I'm trying to understand your relationship because she threw your shoes off the yacht today. So now you're reminding her that Jen is a bad friend to her? Oh, girl, you are all over the place. Angie goes, you know why I can bring it up? Because I've been a good friend to Jen. I don't think that you can say that you've been a good friend to her. This is spectacular work, in my opinion. Spectacular. But Heather, she, you cannot tell her she's a bad friend to Jen. Oh, no, 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 honey. No. Heather says to Jen, the deposits I've made in our friendship account should grant me a little bit of grace. And then she says to the group, I hope that all of you would grant me a little bit of grace, just as I've granted you some grace. I don't know if you've granted a lot of grace. Lisa, though, uh-uh. She's, she's not playing this game, okay? She goes, I'll tell you what I'm curious about. And Jen rolls her eyes because she's done with Lisa. She goes, oh, don't roll your eyes. Then she reminds Jen of the conversation they had in Whitney's hot tub and they flash to that hot tub and Jen is saying that Heather is her friend 60% of the time. The other 40%, quote, I'm supposed to eat it. I don't need friends like that. Lisa, you're coming at me today? I don't fucking deserve that. Jen, when did I come at you today? When did I? I can't. This is... This is where I can't even find any humor in it. I can't. It's too much. It's too, it's too much. Lisa's confessional, she's like, Jen's a fucking liar. She only remembers what she feels wronged with, but it doesn't matter what she does or says to anyone else. And that is true. 
Because then Dana starts reminding Jem. She's like, you shoved Lisa and you got on her face. Jen, Jen is like putting her, she's putting her hands over her mouth. Like, I can't believe you guys are making this up. Oh my God. Wow. You guys are so mean. Listen, as someone who has blacked out many a times and been had, been told, like, Emily, then you fill in the blank. Then you... I would never be like, you're sick. You're mean. I'd be like, oh, I've only been like, I am so sorry. I cannot believe I did that. I apologize. Jen clearly, clearly remembers this, at least parts of it, and is like manipulating and turning it on them. <gasps> Go to jail. Just gone. Gone to jail. Bye. So Lisa, she stays on task. She stays on task. She goes, the dynamic totally shifted because you had an argument with her, pointing to Angie, and now you're you're riding the Heather wave. So Jen takes this opportunity to try to pull this bullshit, and I will not accept this narrative about Lisa. I really will not. She goes, no, you have an issue if anybody is friends with Heather. And Lisa goes, no, 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 no. I do not. You are a fucking liar. Are you? Yes. She says, I do not. You fucking liar. Because then Jen gets to fucking hang her hat on that. Because that's what manipulative narcissistic people do. They find that one little word. Don't you call me a liar. And then don't you fucking call me a liar. I hate that. Oh, my God. This is getting so fucking frustrating. Oh, my God. I have to calm down. Hold on, let me take a breath. Hold on. Jen is so infuriating. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. So Lisa goes, the problem is you dumped champagne on her head today and it humiliated her and embarrassed her and you shifted the dynamics. Now, I don't understand what happens here. I don't get what shifts in Jen's brain. What what she remembers that she's supposed to be doing with Angie K. Like what a lot. I don't get it because she completely changes, looks at, looks at Angie K and starts uh, and just apologizes. But Lisa's not done. She goes, and you treated me like shit for no reason. Jen ignores that. And she just goes, Angie, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. And for the second time this season, Lisa's confessional is, Where's my apology? <laughs> the first one was when Angie Arrington apologized to Jen. <laughs> Lisa's trying to talk to Jen about something. She's like, no, wait. And Jen's like, I'm not talking to you. But Lisa goes, no, let's stay on task. The point is you had a lot to say about Heather in Whitney's hot tub. And you know what, Angie, this is why she goes, listen, in her head, she's like, you might be trying to fucking make cool, be cool with me, but I will not listen to all of this unless you back up how you really feel. And Jen is like, I'm about to say something like, guy, okay, I will. And then she very meekly tells Heather that her feelings were hurt when she showed up to the choir auditions and Angie Harrington was there. And what does Heather do? What does Heather fucking do? You mean that she showed up with Whitney in a matching outfit? Whoa. Whitney's like, but why are you saying with Whitney? Because she, I wanted, just to be clear, I what we're talking about, I didn't know she was going to show up with Whitney. I had no idea. 
okay. Whitney's like, you invited us. We posted on social media about it. I guess I meant like I didn't know you were going to show up with like the gloves and like and an outfit and a routine. I would have orchestrated it better so that it wasn't like a horrible thing. Like it wouldn't have ruined the auditions for me. Then she says, think about how I feel, guys. Think about how I feel with all of these friends fighting. Hmm. Okay, I'll think about it. So now we get to the part where Jen is like, stop hanging out with Angie Harrington. She's like, are you able to be okay with people who were so mean to mean and evil to me and my family? And Heather says, well, if they take accountability and apologize, yes. And Jen's like, the only reason they did was because they got caught. Heather is able to turn and look to different people at the table, though, and say, like, aren't you friends with Angie? Meredith, you went to fucking dinner with her. And she's like, look, I, you know, I'm going to stay friends with her. And Jen said, and she's like, what do you want? And Jen says, I want you to stop being friends with Angie Harrington. She says, I'm not going to do that. I am a ride or die for her, just like I'm a ride or die for you. And in by the way, Heather's confessional, she's kind of gross when she's like, by the way, when I say I'm a ride or die, I'm still fucking here, okay? After you've stabbed me in the back, after you've, uh, I'm here for your darkest times. Basically, just like the fact that I'm not ignoring you and being kind and nice to you is good enough, which, gross. Kind of gross. Like, I don't like Jen, and even I'm like just, I don't really know what I even want them to do with Jen. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I want them to do. Just like, not speak to her at all. But but this is what's so weird is we're all fighting and trying to prove that we're her friend. Why are we doing that? Why? Why do we want to prove that we're Jen's friend? I'm confused now. I find my, like, I'm, as I'm going through this, I'm like, what do I even want Heather to do for her? Heather goes, look, I don't want a friend that gives me an ultimatum. And Jen goes, I'm not giving anyone an ultimatum. Um, Jen, the literal definition of an ultimatum is what you just did, actually. It's like, I want you to do this or I won't be your friend. That's an ultimatum. And then she goes, I need to know where people stand. And the only person I know where they stand is Angie K. What? So here's the part that's confusing. The Angie K thing happened even before they got on the yacht. So clearly, Jen has been blackout drunk since they arrived in San Diego. Because, and honestly, this is so wild that Lisa's like, I'm going to go call Jack. Heather's like, we'll talk about this tomorrow. And Jen's like, I just need to know what category to put you in, okay? So when people ask, are you a Heather Gay or a Lisa Barlow? Don't fucking do that shit. I don't even know what that means. But Lisa from Lisa from far away goes, Lisa Barlow's a good fucking friend, okay? And then uh, Jen says, uh, Jen says something, I don't even know. And Heather goes, guess what? Go find yourself another Heather Gay. I'm out. Ugh. God. Jen, this is not fun with Jen anymore. So I'm glad it's a bit of a short season because get her to the guilty plea and get her out of here. Go away. I'm more interested now in the Heather Whitney fight because I want Whitney to just, I don't even know what I want Whitney to do. 
I want to know what that black eye though is because they keep showing it. They keep like teasing us with the black eye. Just show me what happens already. Stop teasing us with it because you know it's going to let us down. You know we're going to be like, that's what it was. Come on. Okay. That recap was, it's rough to, it's rough to, to go live in a place where I am saying what Jen says because she's awful. Just gone. Gone to jail. Bye. Anywho, thanks for tuning in, guys. I love you. Amina, see you next time. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.